Hey everybody and welcome back to the Frames for Thought podcast. I'm Alex the Animator and with me as always is... Mark the Actor. And welcome to our season one finale. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff today. So hopefully you've enjoyed the show so far. And sit back, relax, because here we go. I've returned Yay! from the dead. Finally, finally. How 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 busy have you been, sir? Uh, busy enough to be completely absent from the world for several weeks. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah, it's always it's good to be. When it's a good busy. Yeah, when you're part of a small animation team and you're working on a very large project, and the needs of the project suddenly change, you know, yeah. it's just you're. When you get called upon, you have to step up to the plate. It's like Spock said, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanna I just wanna state for the audience right now, I have no idea what we're talking about. Um, we usually pick the subject a couple days in advance or a week in advance, and then we both kinda like dig on stuff. But then yeah, we brainstorm a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So this time around, Alex was like, I'm just going to tell you when we start and we'll see what happens. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, okay. Let me just kind of get right into that. Yes, sir. I want to I want to talk to you about bananas. Like, like going bananas or delicious no, no, like bananas? like the fruit. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. So let me ask you first, what is your favorite fruit? It's actually bananas. <laughs> Um, I would say okay. So this metaphor is going to get a little bit misconstrued then. Uh oh. Uh oh. Right, but we'll we'll use it as an example. I can pick okay. my second favorite if you want me to pick my second favorite. Well, what's your second favorite? Fruit? Strawberries. Strawberries. No, these are terrible. Okay, you're you're a bad oh. case study for this. Damn. Okay. What about okay. kiwis? Is kiwis that's like third? Ah. Uh, okay. You're kind of getting into the territory that we need to be. Okay. We'll say but... kiwis then. No, no, we're going to stick with bananas okay, because bananas. I feel like bananas is more universal in this category. Perfect. Beautiful. Okay, so I, I want I want you, uh, Mark, and the audience, I want you to think of a bowl of fruit and mm-hmm. what's inside the bowl of fruit. Okay, you think about the bowl of fruit. There's apples, probably. Mm-hmm. There's oranges. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe if you're really decadent, maybe there's some grapes. Oh, yeah. But there's almost always bananas. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you look at the bowl of fruit, when you go to like a company dinner or you know a guest house and they have a bowl of fruit on the table is the banana the first thing that you go for uh yes <laughs> yeah see this is where you you the metaphor is lost on you for for any audience member listening if you're thinking of that bowl of fruit and you go is the banana the first thing i grab for I would say that nine times out of ten, banana is not the first thing that you go for. You're probably going to grab the apple. You're probably going to grab the grape. You're well, probably going to grab the orange before you grab the banana. Here, here's here here. I'll I'll give you this right. If the banana isn't green enough, then I'll grab the apple. You know, because like I like my I like my bananas on the greener side. I'll leave them yellow, obviously. But if it's like if I have any kind of thought process that it's going to be mushy, I'm just going to go straight for apple. Like that's that would be the next one up in that in that particular bowl that right. i would go yeah okay 
So here we go. We're going we're gonna to dive a little bit more into why I want to talk about bananas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I had this conversation with my wife the other day, and it was just right off the cuff, out of nowhere. You know, she was probably thinking, what's the matter with you? Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> so we're, we're actually just kind of like laying down on the couch watching movies. And I looked at her and I said, whose favorite fruit is a banana? And then we got on this whole thing. <laughs> And it, it was about, like, I I like bananas, yeah. but I don't love bananas. Okay. You know? Like, I will eat a banana. If somebody were to give me a banana, I would eat this banana. If I have bananas in my house, it's probably because I'm going to eat them. Mm-hmm. I want to use them for something. Mm-hmm. For baking, for cereal, for something. Smoothies is, like, a big thing for me with bananas. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know? Bananas are usually additive to something. Mm-hmm. Right, they're supplementary. Not usually everybody's first choice. Mm-hmm. Not something that people are going to grab and just kind of munch on. You know, there are exceptions to this rule. Sure, you know, like I- I'm Mark. one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like if you're if you're running a race or if you're on your bike or something like that. But I- I'm just thinking in generalities here. You mm-hmm. see a bowl of fruit. There's a bunch of fruit in it. Chances are the banana isn't the first thing that you're going to grab. Bananas aren't always everybody's first choice. Hmm. And so, relating this into the creative field, mm-hmm. if the banana is animation, if the banana is acting, mm. if the banana is your personal project, it's not always going to be the first thing that you want to grab. Okay. But sometimes, you got to grab the banana. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, it's the only thing that's left. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, your body needs that banana. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so, with animation... When you're working on a personal project and you see, oh, man, there's there's really not a lot of fruit left in that bowl. Or, oh, geez, I'd rather just go grab the chips and have that. <laughs> or maybe there's something in the fridge or there's leftovers or something. Sometimes you got to grab the banana. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the banana is all you got. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not your first choice. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't always get your first choice. So this is where the banana metaphor led me after okay. thinking about it. I was like, you know, there are a lot of nights when I finish work and I go upstairs and I do the dad thing and I do the house chores and yeah. we do the dishes. Everybody's winding down for the night. And then, you know, you have those nights. My wife is tired. She wants to go to bed or she wants to watch one of her shows and I don't want to watch that show. And Or she wants to do something. She's on the phone with somebody. She wants to visit a friend. You know, she has a life outside of being a mom and outside of being my partner and this and that, right? Like she, she's her own person outside of this relationship. And so on nights when she is like, yeah, I want to do something totally different. And I'm like, great. I want to do something totally different too, right? I have that bowl of fruit in front of me now, right? Uh I can choose to work on a personal project. I can choose the banana but there's a very good chance I'm going to grab an apple or a grape mm. or some other fruit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah. there are some times like, I really got to will myself to grab that banana. And I got to I gotta work on these creative projects. Because yeah. what happens a lot of the time is you fall into analysis paralysis. Where uh-huh. it's like, how do I get started on this and you analyze all the problems and all the excuses that you've made and then you never get started anyway or you fall into the the self-help loop where you find yourself constantly watching tutorials 
about mm-hmm. how to do this and how to do that and become an expert at this and oh here here's how you use different colors in your paintings and oh have you ever tried this one animation technique or <laughs> this one acting technique or 10 acting tips that you never like i wish i knew when i started kind of yep. thing yeah right and you fall into the self-help loop without actually producing any content yeah because well you get you get so much information thrown at you at once that like like maybe you did have the best intentions in mind where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm literally just going to watch this one video. And then you just start down that rabbit hole. And it just keeps going and going and going. Then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you went from this, oh, how do I do this technique on Blender? To now I'm watching uh, behind the scene footage of Alice in Wonderland and how they did the cells and everything. Like that's, that's like a trap that I kind of fall into when I'm looking into things. I always start off with the best intentions. But then I feel I don't get the full information I'm looking for in the video. So I watch another mm-hmm. one similar, then another one similar. Then, oh, I remember this video. This video is really funny. I'll just watch this really quick. Oh, hey, that was funny. Yeah. And then I just, I just fall down. And then it's like, yeah, all the productivity I wanted to do is just gone. Like it just. Yeah. And then you're, you're still not producing anything. Right? Yeah, exactly. There's no content coming out of it. You're, you're, you're getting stuck in these loops of, of nothingness. Yep. Right. Yep. All, all the while, the banana has been staring at you the whole time, and it's just getting more and more ripe over time, and then eventually it just rots into nothing, and you do, you want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, this this is my problem when it comes to writing, mostly, because I'll have my idea book, and I'll have everything like written out, like, this is what this is going to be about, this is how this journey is going to go, this is how this character is, but then to actually sit down and write the actual story, to write the actual script, I I it's the hardest thing in the world for me to do, and I don't know why. I just there's mm-hmm. yeah there's other things that just kind of pop up where it's like oh I have a free I have a free two hours today I'm gonna go do this you know instead yeah. of working on a project that I actually in the long run would serve me more than yep. playing a game for example you know like that's yeah or rewatching an episode of a show that I've seen like six hundred times <laughs> yeah. But, yeah so so this is this is the whole thing that we've been talking about over the course of the season mm. right it's how to become a creative and when i say a creative i'm using that term very broad how to become an actor how to become an animator is that what you want to do you want to be a fine artist you want to be a concert pianist you want to be something in the creative field it takes work it's yeah you have to find the intrinsic value in it you have to find the joy in it and it's not easy to do we've had episodes where we talked about mental health we've had i i uh episodes where we talked about misconceptions and lies and labels and you know gatekeeping and all of these things that people think can get them in or keep them out and having connections in the industry and award shows and all kinds of different circuits in the industry it's a circus out there yeah but honestly uh the people that are the ones that are making it as creatives are the ones that are taking the time to produce the content, to make the stuff. If you are a doom scroller on Twitter, where you're just doom scrolling your Twitter all day or your Instagram, and you're looking down and be like, damn, that's a really nice drawing, or dang, that person always has such good videos or advice or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and you've, you're in that loop again. Right, and we've we've even had entire episodes or or and many 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 conversations about social media and its pitfalls. Yeah, but honestly, the ones that are getting the work done, the ones that are actually sitting down and taking the time, the ones that are reaching for that banana, they're the ones that are getting stuff done. 
Yeah. And you want to be the one that's producing the content, right? Because we even talked about this earlier in the season where it's that it's on you, Mm -hmm. right? If you want to develop that style, you want your own signature style, you have to put in the time. You have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. You have to be creating the content so that eventually what happens is your style shines through the work. Right. You're you're not going to get anywhere if you're just constantly scrolling through Instagram, looking at Twitter, checking Tumblr pages. I'm not sure if people still do that anymore. Mm. But, you know, like you, you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and you have to commit to it. Yeah. And even right. us as two professionals, you know, both working in, in, in industry yeah, we still struggle at the end of the day to be like, okay, here you know, here I'll go sit down and work on my personal project. Yeah, you know, and it's just because at the end of the day, we're human. We're yeah. tired. I got three kids and like other things to do. Yeah, you I know, mean, I it, can't. It's... I I can't just sit at my computer all day. Yeah. It drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's 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 all things are easier said than done. You know. Yeah. Like um, I like I talk about all this like all this writing I do, but it's really just like yeah, like maybe two hours a month you know i'll spend actually writing um which which is not good it's not productive enough to actually finish the kind of project i want to finish but it's not bad either because right, no, you're, no, you're, no 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 you're you're putting those thoughts on paper yeah right? you're getting the ideas out of your head and then there's something physical and concrete that you can look back on and then you can choose to develop right and, and you know what's funny it's like um so 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 we always kind of talk about like the like the negative effect of like social media and everything which i do think is the more predominant uh layer of it when it comes to a creative person but then i have those days where uh I'm, i'll be scrolling on instagram and there's like a handful of people that like they just always post their w's constantly in the field and it's like yeah i get it you're very good work like good looking and like fun to work with so you get a lot of projects pretty easily so it's like okay, uh, that will actually motivate me to like, I have to do something else. I have like not something else in the sense of like a different career, but like I have to put in more work. I have to put in more effort. That will actually help me, a l- like not a lot of time, but some of the time to actually sit down and start working on these projects. Because it's like, I want to get farther. I want to get farther than where I am right now. And to do that, mm-hmm. I have to put in that extra effort at home. Which is like I thought about this too the other day. Um, I don't hate school. I think school is great. I hate homework. Like that's that's what I hated when right. I was a kid. Like I liked going to school. I liked learning all the projects, but then coming home and spending another like 3 to 4 hours on all these reports and like math problems and everything. Uh that's what I didn't like cuz like I'm mm-hmm. home now. I should be able to do home things. But in this field, there is a certain level, if not I shouldn't there's a certain guarantee that you have to do a lot of homework, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's absolutely, it's pretty required. Like I, I had an audition today and it was a janitor in the 1920s and they're like, do your best to look like you're from the 1920s. And it's like, well, I don't have a costume sitting in my closet of a 1920s janitor. Like I just can't do that. But I, I still spent time looking up online just to make sure I knew what it looked like just in case. Cause maybe I did have something that works. But you still have to right. do that research to figure out. Was like, that a costume specific request, or was that just like body language as well? Um, I, I can talk more about this in a different episode, but um, there is this thing with film where 
it's kind of funny because it's it's this field that you expect a lot of creativity and imagination in but a lot of producers and mm, other people uh i was i'm gonna just take that back there's a lot of people behind the scenes that can't use their imagination to picture you as a biker even though you're six foot two 285 pounds you know they still want you to wear like the leather jacket and the helmet and like because they can't for some reason picture you as a biker or picture you as a lawyer or picture you as a scientist um i know actors who right. have so you really you really have to suspend their their, their you, you you have to lead them along you know like mm-hmm. it's 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 a bit silly but um the, i know actors who have like a costume closet for like the four things that they get seen for all the time. Like they have their lab coat in there and they have their sweater vest and they have their leather jacket, you know, like, <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, it's silly. I think it's a bit silly, but you know, it's just, it is how it is. But again, this kind of goes back to your homework, right? It, it mm-hmm. can increase your chances, uh, but you got to put in that little bit of extra effort to go out and find this looks. And that's the thing. You don't have to get like an exact lab coat, but like a white button up shirt, you know, you gotta go out and find one, you know? Um, yeah. I actually, uh, I went to like a 3D movie and you know how they give you the, the glasses? Well, instead mm-hmm. of recycling it, I just popped out the lenses and I painted the side where it says 3D. And so now right. I have like my thick rim nerd glasses. So nice. I can, so if I need like a nerdier character, like there you go, I'm, I'm good to go. I can grab those and then just like a button up, like a nice button up and I'm good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I yeah. think I went off no, topic a little bit. <laughs> you didn't really. I mean, you're talking okay. about homework and all, like the prep work that you have to do as an actor, and yeah. some of the prep work is costuming and your appearance. Yeah. You know, even even going to the gym in some way can be considered homework if you're an actor. Yeah, and I mean it, that, and that with yeah. animation, it's it's similar, mm-hmm. right? We we have to do the research and the reference if we're animating something like a bug. We have to know how that bug moves, mm-hmm. right? Because the audience will know if it's not moving right. You can try animating something the wrong way and <laughs> the audience doesn't have that same suspension of disbelief. And so what ends up happening is unless everything is animated the wrong way, it it doesn't work. If mm-hmm. if there's one thing that's animated wrong in the shot and it doesn't move the way that it's thought to move or should move or the audience thinks it should move, then it's off. It breaks the illusion. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to be able to do your research. Right. So think think about having like a Disney movie. Right. But then there's one animator who's like, I'm going to make this deer move like they're in South Park. <laughs> it's off. Right. <laughs> Everything else is flowing like these beautiful musical pieces. And then you have this one stiff deer. Right. <laughs> and unless that's the gag. Yeah. It's going to be off. It's going to it's going to break the illusion, break the immersion. Right. So as an animator a lot of what you have to do is reference. Mm-hmm. So whether that's, we talked about this again, but I mean, if whether that's you recording yourself doing the action so that you have all of the spacing and the timing that you want, mm-hmm. or you finding the reference that would, that you need so that you can use it to animate your shot properly. You can retime things for style, for weight and stuff like that. But you, you know, you want to make sure that you're using, you're drawing from life, right? Mm-hmm. The illusion of life, you're creating something from nothing. Right. And that's that's one of the things as an animator, you have to wrap, like kind of wrap your head around a little bit when you're first learning it is that what you're creating as an animator doesn't exist. Right. Mm. It exists in binary. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of ones and zeros. There's nothing physical about it. 
it's it's an intangible mm-hmm. it's it's the imagination the illusion mm-hmm. right and so you have to you have to do everything that you can to maintain that illusion for the audience mm-hmm. so yeah there's definitely homework there's there's homework all over the place i would also say uh something that could be very helpful and i know it helps me at times um is that i sort of if i know i have a big chunk of time like let's say i just i'm the luckiest man on earth and all of a sudden i have you know six hours of free time on a sunday um which doesn't always happen uh i'll actually like set up in my phone like i'll set up like an event and it's like okay so at two o'clock you're gonna sit down and write or you're going to look at this or like whatever it is the homework is that i'm supposed to do i'll set up an event from like two o'clock to three o'clock just to kind of guarantee i do something like something project based on that time um might not work for everybody because it doesn't work for me all the time because sometimes i don't plan the event sometimes i don't know how the free time until i have it um but i mean it's something that you can kind of do to kind of help you get to back to working on that creative thing because like it's it's not that you don't have the passion to do it. Like the passion is there. It's just you get so tired and you get so bogged down and sometimes you just want a break from it all and you just want to like you just want to play whatever video game for whatever hours, right? Like you just want to veg out, you want your mind to stop going. Um so it's yeah, hard. You need, you need to wind down. Absolutely yeah. you do. Yeah, you need to plug in and recharge, you know? Um and a lot of that to help you do that is escaping from the creative world for a little bit and just kind of following someone else for a little bit, you know, watch a movie, you know, and play a video game, read a book, you know, all those things get, get like someone else doing the thinking for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I love books. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely refound a love for books. I'm, I'm definitely reading a lot more right now, mm-hmm. um, which is good. <laughs> Took a yeah, long time off of books. <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned that I'm 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 working my way through the Chronicles of Prydain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Black Cauldron or the whatever the 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 series that the Black Cauldron is based on. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. It's it's you know it's definitely for uh, like a YA audience, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Sometimes those books are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I I kind of want to go back a little bit to that banana. Yep. Right. And I want to I want to talk about that bowl of fruit and how that banana gets there in the first place. Right. It doesn't just materialize. Mm -hmm. You have to put it there. You you bring the banana into your home. Mm -hmm. Right. So in this example, the banana is, I guess, the spark of an idea. Right. You have that idea that you want to execute and you want to work on. You want to do it, whether that's your your writing book or you know, whatever project you want to become an animator, you want to get into animation school, all of that, that those initial ideas are what puts the banana in the bowl, right? So there's something tangible in the bowl, something you could, something you can grab or reach for. Mm-hmm. And so then it just becomes once again about making time or not making time, but finding time to grab that banana, right? Reach for it, mm-hmm. eat it. Get that banana. Be the animator. Be the actor. Mm-hmm. So sorry, you're you're talking about like where the banana comes from, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. How yeah. did it get there in the first place? Right. Right. And okay. why is it there? Right. Is it is it there just to be like decorative? Mm-hmm. Right. 
Is it a banana that looks good on your resume? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it a banana that you want to completely consume and reap the benefits from, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it is a bit of a weird metaphor and and I'm not... I'm not obtuse to that. Like I, I understand, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, it works in my head, right? Is that this banana, unless you're actually going to consume this banana mm-hmm. and that is to produce a product or a work, the idea of the project is going to sit there. It's going to fester, get moldy, get mm-hmm. rotten. And eventually you're going to have to throw it out because you're going to run out of time. The banana is going to go it's going to go wrong. Well, it's yeah, going to go sideways. I, I think, I think then, what, you're, what you're talking about right now is those people who, like, I'm going to write the greatest song of all time. And they're always talking about how they're going to write this song. Uh, but you yeah. never really see them play their guitar. You never really see them writing anything down. But they're always, you know, like every, every social function, they're the one right, being like... The dreamer. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on this. I'm, I'm going to make this happen. And it's like you've literally taken zero steps into making this happen. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even if you peel the banana, right? Mm-hmm. You start working on the banana, unless you actually eat it, mm-hmm. it's not, it's going to rot. Yeah. It's, you're going to have to throw it away and then you're going to have to put the banana back in the bowl. A new banana. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to put a new banana in the bowl. And you're going to have to reach for it and grab it before it rots away again. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we're talking about, you know, something like an instrument or even a language or dancing using your you know drawing skills and stuff like that it there's a lot of muscle memory that comes with that and if you don't use it you lose it you Mm -hmm. really do right like think about if you played piano as a kid and you played for years and years and years let's say you played for 10 years from the time that you were eight you played till you're 18 you go to college you stop playing for like the next six years you're going to sit down at a piano you're still going to have all of that knowledge but when your fingers go to touch those keys, they're not going to play the music right away. Mm-hmm. You, you'll get there, but you've lost that dexterity. Well, you, you get rusty. You've lost a lot of that really fine muscle memory. It'll come mm-hmm. back. Yeah. But it's not to say you're not going to get it right out the gate. So, like, I can relate to that, like, recently. Because uh, pandemic hit, everything shut down. Um, then we started hearing words that the film industry was coming back, like slowly and slowly. It was like, okay, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. Uh, my acting teacher contacted a bunch of us and was like, this is what I want to do. Uh, he's going to grab scripts, send it to all of us. And we're going to film it at home and we're all going to watch it together and like have a drink and just like talk about it and like laugh about it, you know, whatever. And the whole idea was like, take big risks, make big choices because that's going to help you get the acting rust off. You know, like, so that when auditions come back, you're already that farther ahead than everybody else who didn't do this. It's like the same philosophy as like, um, you know, you're trying to lose weight or whatever. You're trying to be more fit. And like, all you're doing is walking. Well, you're doing more to get fit than that person who sits on the couch all day. Right. So it's, it's a sort of mentality. You just got to keep, keep working the muscle. Like you were saying, got to keep it flowing, keep it going. And that's yeah. like, yeah. Cause it, don't get too overconfident that you're just like, oh yeah, I'm going to turn it back on and I'm going to be exactly where I was 15 years ago. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. You know, even no. if you even if you can only do it like once a month, you know, that's better than nothing. So just keep it going. 
keep it. Yeah. Well, I even I'm even just reflecting on what I said even just a couple of minutes ago, mm-hmm. and I, I talked about finding time. And I remember I I did like a hit piece on finding time. It's like you don't find time, you make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because time doesn't just magically appear in your closet. You know, you don't just like you were talking about that six hours on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just magically happen. You make time because if you fall behind on your work or like your personal life, if you let like all your chores add up all all week and then your weekend is totally gone because you have 10,000 dishes to do, 100 loads of laundry to do, you know, like all that, then six hours isn't going to magically just be like, poof, here I am <laughs> on a Sunday, you know, you you have to make the time, that concerted effort. Right. So you, you want to work on that personal project or whatever you you have to have already thought, OK, how am I going to make it to that point? I have to make sure that X is done, Y is done, Z is done so that I can sit down and do A, B or C. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's the important thing is making time. Yeah. Right. You have to. <laughs> I love this analogy just because I, I feel like the more that I say it, the less sense it makes. You have to really reach for that banana. <laughs> it had impact at one point, but now that I feel like the more I'm saying it, it's losing its impact. Yeah, I mean, and the only the only thing I'd push back with you on this is, um, like, you don't want to burn yourself out, you know, because if you burn yourself out, it's going to make it even harder to not right. just do the. Project. I thought you were going to say that your pushback was going to be like, I love bananas. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I could. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, this just like I said, really, like at the very beginning, I said, this analogy is wasted on you. <laughs> well, it's making me really hungry for like a banana split is what it's really doing. Um, which is not okay at eight o'clock. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, I, I, that's the only thing. Yeah. You don't want to get burned out. Um, Cause if you get burned out, you're going to like start hating everything that you're doing, including, like the project you want to work on. So mm-hmm. it's, I, 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 I agree to an extent that you got to make the time, but at the same time too, you also got to understand time management and you got to understand right. your own like mental and physical health as well. So that could, mm-hmm. you know, that could kind of force a little bit of, I want to spend two hours on this. You know what? I'm only going to spend 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. just because I need And that. that's okay sometimes, yeah. right? Like just, yeah. just spending even 20 minutes on it, right? At least you're making forward progress. Yep. Yeah. I mean like, uh, it's not the exact same thing, but like my, like my minis, right? Um, yeah. I don't paint them all in a day. I, I tried to at first, at first I was really excited and I could get like a batch done a day, but now it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to assemble these guys. And then I assemble like maybe three out of the five. And then I finish the other two in like a couple of weeks. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to paint and prime them. It's so all prime, a prime, like two or three of them and paint them. But now, like, they're all primed now, and now I just have to finish painting. But, like, it, it's been years. Like, it's been years. Yeah. And I still haven't, like... time. Yeah, I still haven't finished it. But, I mean, if I really want to just, like... Like, if there was a tournament coming up, and I really wanted to be part of it, and everything has to be painted to be part of it, then I would find mm-hmm. time, sit down, and make it happen. But, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to not... Like, if it's not something urgent, it's okay to kind of slowly increment it into your schedule and get it all figured out. Cause I mean, it's, I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but it's, it's my, it's a, it's a Bill Bird joke, but I actually like the meaning behind it. I don't think it's a very funny joke, but I, I really like what he's saying with it, where um, he says, 
so Bill Burr would say, how many potential Jimi Hendrixes did we lose because their girlfriend told them it's time to grow up? You know, it's time to give up on your dream. Because like that's because the, the, the way you kind of fail in the creative world, I shouldn't say fail, but the way you don't make it in the creative world is you stop. That's the yeah you bi- give up yeah exactly that's the biggest hurdle so to go back to the banana analogy that's that's the banana rotting and you throw it away you know like you just you just or not even rotting you just you just throw the banana away it's a perfectly fine banana and you go you know what not for me and you just chuck it bin in the it bin. yeah you just chuck it in the bin that's 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 the biggest thing that stops people from from moving in the industry you know it's the number one it's thing. It's really about persistence. Yeah. And, you know, whether that's acting or animation, that's true. Whether it's getting those auditions or booking those auditions or getting into school or finishing school, getting that first job, keeping the first job, like moving in uh, like a vertical sequence from animator to lead to director to whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a long, long game. And it's about persistence. Absolutely. You can't just bin it because it's like, ah, I don't want a banana today, so throw it away. Yeah. It's, you have to you have to work at it and you have to work at it often. Mm-hmm. It's not something that just comes easy. I mean, like a lot of a lot of younger actors don't realize this until they get older, but the fantasy of I'm gonna go to acting school and then I'm gonna graduate and then I'm just gonna bum around and live in houses with 15 other people and it's only two bedroom and then you know i'm just going to make money doing my art and then i'm going to become famous and then i'm going to live in a mansion blah 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 like that's that's not how it goes 99.89 percent of the time <laughs> um uh, and they they kind of learn when they get older it's like okay i actually need to get a day job to help me pay my rent because living with 15 people in a two bedroom is insane and it's driving me crazy and making everything suck um, yeah. and so like they either kind of grow up and realize, okay, I got to make some sacrifices so I can pursue the thing I want to do and make that my life or they just give up because they think it's never going to happen, you know? So it's one of the two paths is typically what people take. And like, I know, I know actors who, I know a guy in this city who is a defense attorney and he's like kind of high up there, you know, he's, he's high up there in the defense attorney world out here. And like, yeah, he, he's an actor and he's a stand-up comedian as well because those are like his two passions and then law is just you know he likes law good enough and he likes doing that too but it's not where he wants to be but you know he found that other thing that more like quote-unquote joe job type thing so he does that during the day does his acting at night and guy's brilliant guy's a brilliant performer um so yeah hopefully it works out for him (laughs) but if not he has his lawyer money to fall back on so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Best of luck to you, defense attorney man. And I mean, like, even if speaking for myself, like, even I'm like at the point in my life now where it's like, uh, I'm I'm doing f- quite well at my Joe job and I'm making some good money, but like where I live, you kind of need more money, which sucks. And there's a part of me that's like for the last like year and a half now, I've been sort of thinking about taking like night courses in accounting because accounting was my other choice. And, you know, like you can get some really good accounting jobs that pay really well out here. So it's not like, you know, like it it would be a good, it would be a giant step up financially for me, 
but at the same time too though like how committed do i have to be and like can i go do auditions can i go do film like shoots and stuff like those are the things i have to figure out first before i make this leap because i'm not yeah right what are, what is what's the flexibility yeah ex- exactly because i mean like if, if all i cared about was theater and then that would be fine right like i would just do my accountant job during the day then go or do my theater stuff at night and on the weekends um but for me i i'm in a different headspace when it comes to the acting world right now and i, and I much prefer film and i want to try to make the film thing work so you know i'm trying my best <laughs> to get it like because yeah, like, we were just talking about it persistence is the name of the game well, exactly and i mean like for me the end goal isn't uh, I'm in Hollywood in a mansion, right? That's not the that that's a that's a nice dream, but that's not the end goal. Like the more realistic end goal to me is like, I just want to be able to pay my rent with my acting. Like it's strictly just acting and nothing else. Um, yeah, which, you don't have to go to your your day job. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like acting is your job. I know people who can do it. I know people who've pulled it off. So like, I know it's not impossible, but it's just like you know, it's 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 a slower progression and I, i'm sure i'll get there one day and so i'm not really worried about it but at the same time too it's like the here and now it's like yeah it, it would be nice to be living in a in a nicer apartment you know but to get to that nicer apartment i need to make more money and to make more money i basically need a new job <laughs> so yeah well i i had to pack up and leave yeah you did yeah 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 like yeah like you know it better than i do <laughs> and like you were like a, you were like a two uh two income family too so yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I'm not looking for a house. I'm looking just for, like, a like a decent apartment, not even, like, a nice one, <laughs> just, like, a decent one. Yeah, I mean, I, do, I don't want to, like, harp on the point here, I like, but I also had kids. Yeah, exactly, so yeah. I, I, I needed a little bit more space. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out feelers here now to you, the audience out there. <laughs> so if you're one of our audience members, uh-huh. I, and I realize that our audience right now is a little bit small, uh-huh. and that's okay. If you made it this far, and you're this far into the episode of the finale of our first season, then I'm speaking to you now. Mm. If you are that person who is trying to become an actor, or you're thinking about becoming an animation student, or an animator, or you want to write a book, or you want to draw a comic, or you want to do storybook illustrations, you want to do music, you want to do something creative in the field and you've listened to all of these and you've gotten any kind of helpful little hints here and there, but you haven't budged. You haven't reached for your banana. You need to budge. You need to touch that banana. Start. You got to touch the banana. (laughs) Sounds so dirty. (laughs) But you need to start. Yep. So I'm going to expand on my banana analogy right now just for you, the audience. Mm. Okay. So if you have, it's very rare that somebody buys one banana. Mm-hmm. So if you go out to the store and you buy a bunch of bananas or there's a bunch of bananas in your, your bowl of fruit, your passions, let's say, and you eat one banana, you've started. You eat two bananas, you're gaining momentum. You eat three bananas. You know, you found some time. You're getting into a rhythm. Four bananas. Wow, you're enjoying your progress. <laughs> but then you don't make it through the rest of the bunch. Mm-hmm. They go rotten mm-hmm. or you throw them out. You bin them. You half eat one. You peel one, forget about it. One ends up under your car somewhere in the back seat <laughs> or something like that. Your significant it's other okay. slips on one. It's over. Yeah, that's it, right? Yep. You know, you slip on a banana peel. It's okay. 
you've made forward progress. You've made gains. You're starting to move. Mm -hmm. You're getting the ball rolling in the right direction. I've been working on a personal project for a number of years now. Mm -hmm. And the momentum is slow but steady because I don't want to lose passion for my project, but I also don't want to lose my project. So I work on it. It's slow, but I still am going for it. Mm -hmm. Instead of putting, you know, two bunches of bananas in my bowl thinking, yeah, I got all the time in the world for this. I'm putting like, you know, just three or four at a time in mm -hmm. there because I don't have that time. As much as I want to make time to do that, my circumstance in life is that I can't right now. Mm -hmm. Unless I want to be up at four in the morning every day, you know, working for a couple hours alone in the morning while my family still sleeps and then they wake up and then we do the breakfast thing and I go to work and then at the after work we're making dinner. We do the, the bedtime thing with the kids and everything like that. And then I don't see my wife ever. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I've made my choices based on that. I know the amount of time that I can make for certain activities during the week. And so I make the time to work on my personal project when I know that I have that time available, when other things, when I'm not behind in other things, right? I have to be good in the rest of my life before I can work on those things uh -huh. because those things aren't worth it if I'm not good where I am in my own life, uh -huh. right? There's no passion for my project if, you know, the rest of my life sucks or I'm not happy with it. So personal care and your life it's important to keep it in order. Wow, that got heavy. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm just going to offshoot off that a little bit. It's like, I sort of, I, like, I'm a big dreamer. I'm a big thinker. And I think about, like, my perfect Monday to Friday of what I want, of what, I, what I want my life to be. And it's, it's usually wake up, go weight lift, then go to work on set, come home, do some writing, watch a movie, go to bed. That would be like my perfect Monday to Friday life. And to kind of get there, to kind of to kind of get to that point in my life where it's like that, I have to be grabbing up bananas, you know? Like I can't just leave them in the bowl. I got to keep going, keep trying. Um, I mean, I'm even, I'm at the point now where I'm looking at other classes for acting as well, just because like I, I clearly struggle at self-tapes. It's it's a clear struggle. Yeah, you want to stay fresh. Yeah. You want to learn. You want to grow and develop. Exactly, and to get there, you know, and, and and again, like for me, like I'm I'm trying to get as close to that dream as possible, you know, like it doesn't. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but I'm going to make my life as close to that as I can, because that's what I want. Like, never say never, thing. man. I mean, I'm just I'm too realistic sometimes, <laughs> but it's just you know, like where I am right now, I just know it's like yeah, I got to do these things to get to that point. You know, this, like, this is yeah. the kind of sacrifices and things I need to do to get where, like, that could be my life. Um, yeah, and, you know, it is, I get it, it's such a weird analogy with the bananas, but <laughs> even if it's supplementary, right? You know, your Monday to Friday is not that banana that you want to eat, mm -hmm. right? Your Monday to Friday is Cheerios. <laughs> okay. But you can throw some bananas in the Cheerios, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can still eat that banana. So you talk about how you, you have your ideas book and your writing book and you have that, right? That's, in a way, that's like throwing bananas in the cereal. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're still getting that creative, uh, 
your creative juices out, I guess, mm-hmm. right? But not at the cost of the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I'm really notorious too when one of the reasons why I like the job I have now too is that I spent a lot of time on my own getting projects done. And that's a lot of like walking around the warehouse, like checking things out moving things around. And while I'm doing that stuff, I'm always sort of talking to myself um, about like different possible stories or different like characters I can portray and finding different voices and different body movements and stuff for my acting. So it's like, it, I, I do have those opportunities during the day to sort of be like a little creative here and there and to kind of think things out and kind of plan things out. And um, it's just, you know, about implementing and opportunities and stuff. And it's, it's, it's good. There's some good and some bad. I mean, I think to take it all back to the analogies, like I definitely do not grab enough bananas. I need to start grabbing way more bananas. Um, but I mean, I also need to take care of myself because I'm, you know, openly admit I'm not the best, like I'm not the best place like mentally and physically right now. I have some concerns. And so like those take priority over bananas right now. (laughs) Yeah, you bet they do. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I got to focus on those things, but that means I'm not, but that doesn't mean I'm not passionate. That doesn't mean, you know, like the passion is still there. The creativity is still there. It's never going to leave. It's just like right now it's more important that I go see a doctor than stay home and write. You know, like it's just yeah, and that's that's not really the point of the banana analogy, right? The idea is that bananas usually aren't everybody's first pick, right? It's right. not it's not something that you outwardly are like, you know what? I really want that banana mm-hmm. because I don't find myself saying that often, and I don't know too many people other than you <laughs> <laughs> that are going to be like, give me that banana. Listen, li- like, like fellow listeners, the, the idea. Fellow yeah, listeners, no, the, if, yeah. if, if if you're a monkey like me and you love bananas, you let Alex know. You get in our social yeah, you, medias. You let me have it, I you guess. You get in our social medias and you comment with a bunch of bananas. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. No, but but the idea is that, you know, you can you can only put the banana off for so long mm-hmm. bef- until it just completely rots away. Right. Right? Because if, if you have a bowl of fruit and there's bananas in there, bananas ripen the rest of the fruit faster. Mm-hmm. Right? So it become it, they can become pervasive into the rest of... Of mm-hmm. the fruit, the rest of your life. But but I mean, I, right? I I think I think my little thing I just said right now kind of like uh, enforces. Oh wait, no, you know what? No, no, sorry, I see where you're going. Because I was gonna say I think yeah. my little story enforces that idea because, but I'm not taking the banana. I'm not doing anything with the banana. I'm letting it rot. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so never mind. I'll take all that back. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. But it's just you know like going back to the very beginning of this episode. It's just. The ones who you look at, the ones that you're looking at on Instagram, the ones that you're following on Twitter, the ones that are producing, they're putting out the content. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are eating the bananas, mm-hmm. mm. right? They're, yeah, <laughs> I know it's a loose analogy here. Yeah, yeah but I, I would but say I would idea... say some of them, some of them for sure are eating bananas. I actually ran into a girl today who's definitely eating her banana. Um, yeah, yeah, an old friend of mine ran into her. She's she's definitely eating her banana right now. But, uh, but that, that's it, right? Yeah. Like you, you, you want to, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're daydreaming, like, oh, if I could just get that, or if I could mm. draw this and do that, you know, like that's when it, it comes to the thing. It's like, are you in the, the self-help loop? Are you doom scrolling? Are you in analysis paralysis? Right. Because if you, if you're noticing all of those and like, you know, it's a red flag is coming up and a red flag is coming up. It's like, yeah, I am in the self-help loop yeah i am in analysis paralysis then that's your cue Mm -hmm. that's that's like a cue to get started to produce something 
and you I, were drawing. And actually, it, it's now that now that you've said that, I just had a flashback because like a couple weeks ago, um, a friend of mine, we were we were making this joke uh, on WhatsApp, and then she wanted me to draw it. And I was like, yeah, sure, like why not? Like I I got my Procreate, I'll, I'll draw it. And I actually I actually did the um, self help thing correctly, where it's like I want to learn how layering works. So I watched yeah. one or two videos on how like how people use layering. Cause like I understand that's like an important tool, but I didn't understand exactly how to make it work for me, and so I watched two different artists use Procreate, use the layer program, and how they use it, and I was like, oh, okay, I can just use it like that. And I stopped and I went right into the layering and did my whole thing that way, and I was like, oh, nice. this is great. Like so, I, I did it correctly that one time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and that's all it takes sometimes. But honestly, I was sitting at the kitchen table with uh, my kids and my nephews the other day. And we were all had like, I don't know, we probably had like 50 Crayola markers out on the table and everybody was just coloring and drawing and like they all know what I do. Mm-hmm. They know I'm an animator. They know I'm an artist and all of this. And so I love being able to sit down and draw with them because I like to see what they create. Their ideas are so cool. My son the other day drew this awesome yellow jellyfish, but it was also like a peacock. It was super <laughs> cool. But like just the imagination, you know, like that's not something, those aren't two animals that I would have thought to mix. No. But, you know, we were sitting down at the kitchen table and we were drawing and I was drawing because they, everybody's into Pokemon. So I was drawing Pokemons Mm -hmm. and, you know, they were, they were loving that and they were like, how do I do that? And so I was showing them little things here and there and how I start because the, the nice thing that I like about working with like kids mediums, like Crayola markers or crayons or pencil crayons and stuff like that is there's no... There's no control Z or eraser or anything like that. You put a mark on the page and it's there forever. (laughs) Like it's not going anywhere. And uh, it's fun to see what happens when you do that, right? It really pushes and challenges, like, especially an artist like me, where you're so used to getting that perfect stroke or, you know, you're outlining it just so and you're using your very fine tip, you know, ink or your, your zebra pen or whatever it is. And, you know, like it's just fun to to do that sometimes. And at the end of it, even though it might not be your best drawing or your best work because it's in Crayola markers, you still have produced a picture, like mm-hmm. a finished picture. And you're like, look, I did it. I'm going to hang it on the fridge. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a banana. It's yeah. not the biggest banana in the bunch, but it's a banana. It's forward momentum. Um, right so if you're listening and if you're one of our audience members and you've listened to all of this i encourage you to get started take a shot at it take a stab at it you know hit us up on social media you know post it there you know i'd love to see some of the throw some bananas out there on. for alex let him know that you eat yeah, bananas first. let me see him let me see those bananas <laughs> or pictures of donkey yeah. kong one of the two that's what you're allowed <laughs> uh, just just be a little bit careful with the copyright there but yeah let's do it <laughs> yeah uh cool um yeah Yeah. so i mean this is the season finale of season one frames for thought but that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we're going to disappear we're still going to pepper you with uh more quickie episodes Mm -hmm. just quick little thoughts that we have uh just to keep you guys kind of interested in in what's coming up the pipeline so i know that with season one we've learned a lot i don't think that when we first started this project that we would have gotten this far actually mm-hmm. i thought it was just going to be like you know let's let's two friends just sit down and you know see see if we got anything to offer the world 
And it turns out we actually had some pretty some pretty good conversations. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it'd be like five episodes of like talking about the business and then morphing into like, let's talk about movies now because that's what so many podcasts do these days. It's just right. Like, yeah, hey, you, just you, talking you, about the lore of this and the lore yeah. of that. Or do, do you remember old dogs go to heaven? Well, we're going to do two episodes talking about the movie series, you know, right? But it's like, eh. yeah. <laughs> We did that a little bit, but, you know, with a little bit more of an industry spin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. but there are a few things that we have coming up in the pipe for season two mm-hmm. that we know for sure. We're going to we're gonna try a new editing style, mm-hmm. so look, be on the lookout for that. But if you have anything that you wanted to say or share with us, definitely let us know in the social media feed. It's been a little bit quiet in the social media feed, and yeah. that's, you know, large, large in part our fault as well for yeah. not being so... Uh, communicative in that area but we're going to try to make improvements in that area too because i think overall we're we're enjoying this podcast yeah making it and producing it and everything on our own as well yeah so makes me more positive about things you know thanks for thanks for coming along for the ride and we hope that you guys keep listening because season two is probably going to be even better than season one oh yeah oh yeah but we are going to take a small break from the big episodes like this mm-hmm. uh, just so that we can kind of recharge and you know finish off our summers with our families and all of that we can grab some other bananas grab some other bananas and actually you know get some creative work out there <laughs> but definitely uh definitely tune in for our little quickie episodes that are going to be posted uh, same time on mondays they'll just be much shorter more condensed information but from from all of us here at the Frames for Thought podcast. That is the two of us. Woo! Thank you so very much for joining us for season one. Yeah. And we look forward to you guys listening and engaging more with us in season two. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking for things to say. I just want to say thank you for listening. And I love that you're all here. I hope I hope you find some kind of value in it, even if your passions aren't really in the creative field. But Again, you know, if you're a carpenter or anything, if if whatever it is that you want to do, financial advisor, if if our conversations about passion and commitment help you, then I, that means the world to me because I, it'd be I would have very much loved to have this kind of advice and this kind of perspective when I was younger, and so I'm kind of kind of hoping it helps you guys out, and then that'd be great. Love y'all. Ten tips you wish you knew before you got into acting school. <laughs> and it'd be like a picture of like me like tearing my knot hair out. So I'm yeah, just like, it's, ah! just Buzzfe- yeah. it's just BuzzFeed news now. Let's <laughs> yeah. have a bunch of arrows and stuff <laughs> pointing at things. <laughs> and like, I like, you wouldn't believe what yeah. these directors did. And we'll take like a still. A $65 <laughs> pencil versus a 10 cent pencil, <laughs> which is superior. <laughs> I just saw like, I just saw like, like you're using them properly, like you're drawing and everything. And then I'm just like. Yeah, but if you dip this one in sodium and then take a bite, you know, just like, just like tearing these pencils apart. What happens if you give it to a baby? <laughs> oh, goodness, no. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, from all of us here at the Frames for Thought podcast, for myself and for Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and please, please, please let us know what you thought of the first season on our social feeds. Uh, you can hit us up at Frames Podcast on Twitter, at Frames for Thought Podcast on Instagram, and at Frames for Thought Podcast on Facebook. Woo! Thank you And very I'll much. even drop in our, our little email there if you want to send yeah. an email and that's more your speed. You can hit us up at Frames for Thought Podcast at gmail.com. 
All right, everybody, that's going to do it for season one. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you season two. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye, guys. Frames for Thought podcast uses royalty-free music from Track Tribe and RKVC. Woo! That's a wrap. Virtual high fives. <laughs>